radio's greatest hits of today and yesterday. Where you hear radio the way it used to be. It's all right here on aircheck.com. Hey, we're back on Radio Recall. My name's Jim Hampton. And you know, this show is about memories. And some of the greatest memories in Chicago were in the late 60s and 70s. Top 40 Radio was hot in Chicago. And at the top of the heap, the rock of Chicago was occupied by the Big 89 WLS. And today on Radio Recall, I am thrilled to have joining us one of the voices of WLS at that time, and perhaps the youngest DJ at WLS, Chris Eric Stevens. From the Rock of Chicago, The Chris Eric Stevens Show. WLS Chicago. 802, the Big 89. This was number one in the year 1970. Tom Jones. Well, she's all you ever want. You're kind of hanging around Friday night, huh? Nothing happening, man. You're just kind of staring at the wall and getting spaced out by yourself, man. Because nothing's happening. Say, nobody loves you. Say, that's not true. you got to get out and do your thing. Maybe you don't try too hard, Jack. Dave Clark 5 with Chris Stevens right into your head. 11.52, WLS Most Music Time. Chris Stevens, Young and Wild, Friday's Channel, The Big 89. If you love me, take a bite out of your radio. Thank you. Chicago. 7.30 in the Windy City with Chris Eric Stevens. Honey, I am going to assault your gypsy soul. Yeah. Chris Eric Stevens was literally a child of radio. He grew up in Upper Michigan. He could listen to WLS at night, and for him... It was the dream of all dreams to work at one of the most influential stations in America. In fact, Chris, let's talk about that first night. What was it like to walk in the door at WLS? I probably was doing a little shaking, you know what I mean? And this was the biggest thing to probably ever happen in my life. I was about, I think, as a matter of fact, I was the youngest rock jock at WLS in Chicago. I think I was 20 at the time or 21 or something like that and came rolling in that door and, and just very enthusiastic about, you know, getting on, on the airwaves. And it was a whole different thing because, you know, we had engineers. You didn't have to, you know, put your own records on the turntable or anything like that. You had people just doing the whole thing for you. So it was, it was quite amazing, you know. We're talking with Chris Eric Stevens. You were a fan of WLS growing up. Let's talk about uh, some of your influences. you remember? The fact that growing up in, in northern upper Michigan, Wisconsin area, I could pick up WLS at night, and I had gotten into radio, and Clark Weber is the guy I would hear, and it was called East of Midnight, and um, and he used to call himself, I think it was Mother Weber's youngest son or oldest son, one of the two, and I thought he was great. everybody, this is Mother Weber's oldest son, Clark, on the old sounds of Channel 89 Radio, and we'd like to pause right about now and say hello to a group of friends of ours that are... I thought that guy was really great, and he was, he was my idol at, at uh, WLS, and he was doing an all-night show at the time. And I, of course, later met Clark when I started at the radio station, and to me that was, you know, like a big, big deal. And I, I also recall, I mean... They had the Silver Dollar Survey going on. There was Gene Taylor in the afternoon drive. Two and a half minutes past eight o'clock. Wonderful WLS time here on the Gene Taylor Show. I could pick up that, you know, in the wintertime, early at night. I could hear a little bit of Gene Taylor. And then there was, I think, uh, you know, Dick Biondi, of course. I want to say thanks to Herman and Mark of the Sovereigns for that very nice poem that they wrote. It's so nice that I would be embarrassed to read it. But thank you. I will keep it. Thank you. 
takes me way back, you know. And, and these guys, uh, you know, I idolized all of it because I would sleep, eat, breathe radio. I would then listen to what they said and go on the air myself and use those lines. <laughs> so here you are, this kid from Ishpeming, Michigan, on one of the biggest powerhouse stations in mid-America. What comes to mind about Chicago and uh, your fans? Chicago's a fabulous city. I mean, it, it, people are just Midwest, down-to-earth, straightforward. And, and the fans were, like, unbelievable because I think they put me on, um, you know, first of all, they took a lot of pictures and threw me out there into the crowd. And, and you know, I looked like, uh, you know, I'm going to high school with most of these kids. So it was a real cool thing. They thought, you know, it, the, the fan mail was unbelievable because when I was on the air, you could pick this station up in, like like I said, about 45, 46 states or something like that. So the the mail that would just come in there, pre-email and things like that, with fan letters and, you know, all of a sudden I'm saying to myself, what are they doing sending me fan letters? And, and of course, I was very good at responding. I would always send back a little note, a little da-da-da. I would take the time to do it. Um, So that was that was huge. And then when I made a personal appearance, it was like, who's ripping my clothes off? Do this some more. You know? <laughs> it was really, it was, it was great. It was just overwhelming how, how much, I mean, people would send me gifts and, you know, all kinds of crazy things and, and, and whatever. It, it, it was amazing to me how many people were out there. So, and this is all the power of radio. So it, it was uh, interesting, obviously. Of course, the best part of being a jock is all the great music you get to play. Well, I think that the, that bubblegum thing was kind of ending around the time that I first got there. But yet, um, you know, the, it was a really, it was, you know, top 40 hits. That's pretty much what, what we played. And we were, you know, a lot of things in rotation. But um, and, and then some of the harder rock was coming in there. And, and so there was a really great choice of music on that radio station at all times. To me, it was really quite different. I mean, from... You know, a lot of R&B, a lot of heavy hard rock, uh, some real light, uh, you know, Vanity Fair stuff like uh, Hitchin' a Ride and things like that. Hitchin' a Ride, Hitchin' a There's so many songs. I mean, Hot Fun in the Summertime, Sly and the Family Stone was like one of the, and they had a concert in the park down there, and Sly was going to be there. And I remember, I think he, I think he showed up, but he was blasted or something. So everybody said, you know, <laughs> the reputation on that was, was not so good. My favorite, I mean, it reminds me of WLS is Maggie May. I mean, for some odd reason, that was one of the all-time great songs in my mind. Wake up, Maggie, I think I got something to say to you. I think it was summertime, and, and, and that was really cool. And then there was also, I was doing some, a lot of personal appearances. I had a deal where I was showing up at all of these schools all over in the Chicagoland area. I had to be there like in the morning and during the day, and plus I was doing a night show. So I was getting very, very little sleep. And the other song, and I would open up the show with the beginnings, Color My World by the group Chicago. So that was the other song that reminds me a lot of WLS. As time goes on, I realize just what you
After a few years at WLS, Chris Eric Stevens decided it was time to move on. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. I, I did the whole thing at WLS and um, had an opportunity. I thought, you know, I, I've, I've done this and, um, you know, I'm, I'm now going to go into management programming, things like that. And I, I made a quick little exit and went down to uh, Florida and did a gig down there real quick-like. And then uh, shortly after starting as a program director on the air kind of personality down there on an FM station that, you know, went to number one really quickly. And I thought, you know, this is a cakewalk, but I really, I really missed the big time radio in Chicago. That was the thing. And, um, CFL made me an offer. Uh, Lou Jack was going to leave, uh, leave WLS and I returned to Chicago and WCFL. For the moment, this is where the story ends, but there will be much more to tell on Radio Recall about Chris's days at WCFL, and then on to Hollywood, where he is the king of the voices in L.A. who do commercials. But in all these years, Chicago has never left his mind. Those were the greatest days uh, of all time for a young guy uh, doing a, a radio show, and I was... It was a great, great town to do it in. The people were fabulous. I just, you know, I felt very comfortable there. I always did. I, I have very fond memories of uh, the Windy City and the people that uh, that are there. It's, it's just will always be very close in my heart. I want to thank Chris Eric Stevens for being on Radio Recall. Radio Recall, the Jim Hampton Show. Airchecks.com.